What's up, you guys? Hey. We're back. In here. This is Woody versus Poppy. Featuring Tati. Yes. This is episode... Shit, I don't even know. Uh, I could tell you. I could go to it, iTunes. It's, 60, but... it's episode 69. We're yeah, it up is. With, with them dicks. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think this episode is going to be either called... Um... Unknown Temptation. <laughs> Unknown Temptations. <laughs> or that uh, either that or Humble. Pick your poison. But anyways, how you guys doing, man? I'm um, doing great. Coming live to you on Coral Radio or iTunes. Shout out to all the iTunes subscribers. We love you. Shout out to if you, you listen on SoundCloud. I don't love you because SoundCloud ain't, ain't shit to me except for SoundCloud rappers and a bunch of bass and a bunch of auto-tune singers. Shout but out Cardi. I love you. Oh yeah. Um, shout out to Core Radio because that means we get paid. But yeah, um, Tati, you've never been on Core Radio. Welcome. I haven't. I'm excited. It's my first time on Coral Radio. You know, I've been I've been low key lately, so I'm excited. As you should be. Mm, I feel the way. Uh, a lot on the table. A lot to talk about. I just want to dive right in, Chris. Your man, Unknown Temptation, aka XX Text. Wait, first of all, Chris, how come we have Hispanic people who fuck with us and they didn't tell us Tentacion was temptation in Spanish? Yeah. I I oh, mean shit. like I I don't know. Shit, Henry ain't really Spanish. Or he ain't really Bro, Hispanic. He's Latin. I said Hispanic. They all speak the same dialect, so it's not like yeah. Uno is different. All right then, like come on. I hey, look. They didn't tell us. <laughs> but um Tati, if you didn't know, and if you're listening, you didn't know. Um, XXX Tentacion or Tentacion, however you want to say Tentacion. it. XXX yeah, I said it basically how you said it, just different. Relax. But um, his name stands for Unknown Temptation because um, I said it so like proper, like I was like reading it or some shit. But nah, um, basically the X is like a variable, like in math. But he just did three X's because probably he just wanted to be edgy. And yeah, then, I was like, I thought it was just to be edgy. <laughs> yeah, because they asked him that, and I guess he was just like, yeah, he didn't know, but it's just probably to be edgy. And then, you know, the other part is temptation, so he just wanted to be like a... He, um, he's had many explanations for that name. I think he just came up with that shit. Because, like, okay, I think he said before that his name, like, had, like, the XXX, because he used to always, like, no, like, you know, drop the NH, no homo. He used to always, like, jack off in his grandma's bathroom to porn and But shit. he also said that in the interview. Yeah, he also said that, too. He said that's probably where the XXX come from. Yeah. Oh, word, word, word. He said that, too. Mm. He, so, co- he comes to all bases for bitch niggas like you, you know? Uh, that, that, mm, I don't know. Yo, you know what's funny? Until recently, I haven't heard the response to Drake saying he stole the guy's stuff. And I'm not going to lie, bro. Drake sounded like a... I'm not going to call him a liar. He sounded genuine, but he sounded like he genuinely just didn't want no problems. Not like he, like, scared of the, like, the kid or something. He's not scared of him. The kid's 19 years old. But it did seem like Drake was just like, why would people think that, like, I would, like, steal from this kid? Like, at this point in my career, like, it's just... He didn't say at this point in my career, but he basically was coming off like that. Like, I have no reason to steal from this kid. Like, why do people want to reach so hard? And when I heard him say it, he sounded genuine. But when you know the stories about Drake, the dude said Drake hit him up. You know what I'm saying? I don't I mean, think he's going to lie. The, I mean, that's what the dude said. Also, that guy is... It, wasn't it Adam22 that said that? I don't know. I don't oh, know. Okay, I thought that the guy that said it was... If it's a dude from No Jumper, 
I mean, we gotta we gotta you know look at that with uh take that with a grain of salt because that's X's manager. Got you. No, but, X said, X said that in the interview as well in, in his first interview since being released. He said Drake hit him up, hit up his manager, and then his manager hit him up, let him know, and then like um he said he never got in contact with Drake, and then he said like shortly after the song leaks out with gigs, and then there you go. I mean, I don't know. I, oh, yeah, this is one thing I got to say. Uh, before we keep going, I have to make an address. Uh, starting, I, I guess, you know, this is to Drake. Uh, Friday is April 7th. This is my birthday. I'm turning 19 years old. So I think that this is the last podcast where I'm really going to be capping hard for Drake. Um, I have to capping? stop. I have to stop. I'm going to be 19 years old. I am a full, I mean, I'm not a full grown man, but basically my body is done a lot of the growing that it's going to do. Mentally, I'm not the most mature, but still, there has to be a line. And I think I'm going to have to chill out. I'm, not, it's, I'm only going to talk about Drake if a new Nigga, album comes out or something. You know me. for a fact you're going to still be on your knees sucking Drake's dick every week on the podcast. I'm not I don't doing know why it. you're making an announcement. I'm not, I'm not doing it I don't anymore. know why you're making an announcement. I'm just only, uh, the only time that you'll see me talk about Drake, catch me on an internet forum. That's the only time. I, I can't do this anymore. I can't. I can't. I can't be associated with this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm too cool for this. You light skin. You already associated with it. Yeah, I mean, like, I just can't. There's all right. There's a. There's being associated with it and then associated. Like, me and Woody, you guys. Me and Woody had an argument that lasted probably an hour. Like, not an argument, but a heated debate that lasted about an hour. And at the end of it, I just realized, I was like, bro, I'm not doing this anymore. It was actually a pretty good discussion. It was actually a very good discussion. I'm gonna I'm come clean, like, like, crazy. One thing you helped me learn that I, I, I'm, I'm like ignorant to, like, to a fault to, is that like I don't like to see other people's point if I know that it's emotionally driven. If it's emotionally driven and not logically driven, I don't care. You know what I mean? Unless you're Neil deGrasse Tyson at this point, but. You know, you so Chris's standpoint. I don't. I don't want to like dive into it, make him all emotional right now again. But his standpoint basically was that, basically that you know, a lot of accusations that we pin on him about Drake, I mean that we pin on Drake are just aren't factual. It's just we're not a big enough fan to realize he he's been used that accent, you know, that he uses from Toronto now. He's been talked about like blim blim and like Jamaican references since he been <laughs> since he been out on his Twitter. And that Drake has been like hinting at a lot of this stuff, even though he's just experimenting in it. My thing is this: he looks like a tourist, and as soon as he likes something, he just dives right in. But because he's a megastar, he gives it a bigger light than the biggest artist could. And people who are pure like to that genre, whether it be reggae or uh, any other music that he's kind of like j- jumping in on, they're like, "Bro, who invited you?" And he's like, "I invited myself. I'm Drizzy Drake." And then is that's it, you know? And and I just be like, where were you? <laughs> you know, because he just wasn't doing it. You know, he wasn't putting Skepta on an interlude and take care. He just wasn't. You know, he just wasn't. But he got BBK tattooed on him, and people would say, you would only go that far if you really knew them. But it's to me, it's funny he puts it on them once they're hot. But that's not the here or there. That's just our discussion at the time. But I'm happy, Chris. You're showing some growth, man. That means I'm getting to you, man. That means you you really trying to affect the culture and become your own you know, person, and um, that's going to sound really funny on um, recording. It's going to say person, but um, <laughs> but the point is, is that, bro, it's important you realize that, yes, you can love Drake, but from afar, bro, you know what I mean? Like, you're not paying none of his bills. He's not paying none of your bills. 
you technically you're not really getting paid from like being a fan the way you are and only he's only paid with memories associated with the music that's it yeah and not just that bro like you you got to use his music as ammunition to go further in life so you can become eventually a friend of his or a peer and he can respect your opinion and maybe you can give real insight on his music and then affect his music on a greater scale because then you will know oh i helped him with that and all that and then you'll really know that he's a biter because he you would directly influence him okay so this is what <laughs> i do have to say with that said uh i was at work today and uh i went on break you know my girl booted me up gave me a devil stick so, you know, I came back into work. I was thinking. I was really going, like, you know, thinking. I, I, I genuinely think, I'm think, Woody, I'm going to devise a plan to steal Drake's entire lane. <laughs> and I know um, how I'm going to be able to do this. Uh, all right. Well, I'm just going to, I'm going to um, act like you're invisible. Tati, do you like the album? <laughs> More life? Yeah. Um, I haven't really sat down and listened to it. The only time I would listen to it is at work. But, I mean, I've enjoyed his little knockoff Jamaican dance hall hits, you know. I, I can't I can't deny it. I like to dance to that shit. Um, Skepta, I'm always here for a Skepta interlude. Whoever you don't know me, you with, better get to know me. Whoever the fuck did that little uh na 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 Batman, whatever the hell that stop, shit was. Stop, 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 stop. It was low-key. People were low-key riding that. Like, it was really bad, but it wasn't that bad. So I don't know what, why... Twitter yeah, was tripping all on gigs, that. All gig slander, that shit stops now. Like, every single person on Twitter, like, talking shit about gigs. No, stop. They were jumping on his head for, like, no, it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't that bad. I thought it was going to be worse than that, but the, the verse wasn't that bad. So, I don't know I, why they tripping. I think his verse on No Long Talk was definitely superior, though. Um, The Sampha, the Sampha track, that... Sampa coming through as always, excellent. Yeah. I'm glad he didn't get he he didn't get trapped under Drake's uh, lair or what have you. I mean, he still did a little bit, but I mean, he he got his little his little own lane going. So I mean, he ain't like Majid Jordan kind of trapped in the dungeon. Oh, oh, you're talking about as an actual? Okay, never mind, never mind. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about like in general. Yeah, yeah. Being associated with Drake and OBO, so. But, I mean, it's solid. I can't knock it. I think the little play- it's a playlist, not an album shit is so pretentious. That's pretentious as fuck. I don't well, understand. I, I think that made sense for him. So, for one, he could make it Apple exclusive uh, initially. And then, two, that it could come off to just, you know, for him, it's, uh, more or less let you catch a vibe with it more or less and feel like it's an album. I got to listen to it a certain way. I feel like now you could start it from Skepta's interlude and you can't feel bad about it because it's a playlist. It's not like you cheated yourself out of listening to a full album with a scheme and a story, you know? It's it's almost like his B-sides, but you know it ain't his B-sides because it's just a new direction he's going into, which kind of helps him his next album he can start from can, he can start from ground zero and take go all the way back to uh um take care or he can keep going. And I yeah. I I I didn't really discuss that with you Chris, but I really think that he has set himself up where he can either start over and give you the Drake, you know, people be like, I miss the old Kanye type shit. He can go back or he can, you know, keep going. But I don't think he has nowhere to go because I think Views was like the highest level of um, um, what's the word I want to use? A concept album he could do. But to segue with Drake, 
Um, then we go to Mr. Kendrick. Another thing me and Sachi was talking about. But Sachi, me and Sachi disagreed, actually. Sachi thinks that, well, he said to an extent, he thinks that Drake is petrified of Kendrick. And I don't really think so, no, bro. No, no, no. I, I don't think that he's actually scared of Kendrick. I just think that, like, where Drake is right now, like, bro, Drake just got off of Meek Mill. He, yo, Drake caught a freebie with Meek Mill. Like, it wasn't supposed to end like this. So, I think that Drake is basically taking his W and fucking leaving. He's cashing out. I don't think that he wants that again. That was a whole fiasco that has, is still going, like, you know, is still going on to this day, basically. And it almost ruined his career. So, I don't think that he would want to have to go against the, you know, self-proclaimed, you know, the best rapper alive. I don't know. Shout out to Tati being on the West Coast. I'm about to preference it the way no one's preferencing it. Because I think a lot of people who are, like, in the industry or... I'm going to come clean. Just niggas who just don't be wanting to just keep it real. Don't preference it correctly. So let me preference it. Let me give people a timeline. Tati, you more than free to co-sign and chime in whenever you want to with this. So I'm going to try to preference it for people. Then give people the truth. At some point in time, someone who knows Kendrick Lamar, because Kendrick Lamar is like, a lot of people respect him, you know? Someone told him that Drake has ghostwriters, referencers, whatever the fuck you want to call it, Chris, just to just to make you feel comfortable in this conversation. I don't want to see, I don't want to hear you check right, out. It's okay, man. <laughs> Someone told Kendrick this or whatever. He heard it down the pipeline or whatever, right? This probably around the time Drake got smacked by Diddy, and, or maybe even even maybe even before that. And Kendrick put it on a song. He put it on King Kunta. I know that's who he's talking about. He's not talking about no one else. That was the ultimate foreshadowing. Because King Kucha came out way before the debacle. That's the thing people forget. He said, he said, I could dig rapping, but a rapper with a ghostwriter, what the fuck happened? What the happened? fuck happened? He said, I swore I wouldn't tell. He never said who it was because he knew that some news like that probably would get out on its own, if you ask me. You know, it's like, I could, I could, I could, I could place this tidbit out there, but when shit hits the fan, no one's going to come back to me. But if a smart nigga going to know, look who said it first. You know what I mean? So that happens, you know. He also goes at Drake prior to that when um, him and Drake was kind of doing verbal jabs and then he dissed them on the, on the BET Cypher, on the BET Hip Hop Awards, you know? And he kind of just basically put the stamp on it with like, hey, I'm talking to you for now on, you know, because you want to feel a way about the control verse. Because, you know, Drake's comment was he doesn't think that was smart for Kendrick. He didn't know he had to pimp a butterfly. So he probably yeah. thought that. He probably thought Kendrick was alienated himself and he was like. He wasn't ready. Yeah, but you know, Drake was kind of saying stuff like, you know, I would have your fan base if I didn't go commercial. <laughs> saying like, bro, relax, because I was the backpacker before you were the backpacker. Matter of fact, I gave you a backpack lane on my album. You know, that's probably how Drake felt, but Drake didn't yeah. realize. Drake put that nigga on tour along with the rest of the. Not nah, bruh. It, am I the only one? The timeline might be a little off, but in shit, the his remix. Am I the only one who thinks um, I brought my tour to your city? You're my son there, nigga. Was it about Kendrick? Was that just me? Everybody thought that. I think okay. everybody thought that's that what, around. Now. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I mean, yeah, there was definitely jobs on both both sides coming in. That yep. Yeah, that shit's sad. I think I think what made Drake want to fall back from that is once the accusations came out, because that was such a chink in the armor. Kendrick just sat back like, if you ask me, did he drop one of the best albums in most people's opinion of the decade? So now you got Anthony Fantano dick sucking. Now he's such a dick sucker, bro. 
Andy Fantone's such a dick sucker. This song "Humble" come out. That song is so simple. It's just a feel good song. And yeah, he gives it, yeah. I mean, like, bro, "Humble's" a very good yo, song and shit. But yo, 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 that yo, he's a dick sucker, bro. But anyways, okay, so let's get back on top. My bad. So you got this timeline brewing now, right? So now you got all this energy going, and now you bring it back now, and then you get Kendrick's new song, <laughs> "The Heart Part 4 or whatever, and you don't know if he's talking about. Drake or Big Sean, you would rather believe he's talking about Big Sean, Saji, because you don't, because you 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 don't want to wish bad for Drake. But in all honesty, bro, it's one of those if it applies to you, take it type situations, you know? Because I think both of them are in the same boat. Because you know, Big Sean thinks he's better than both of them. That's because he's a little bit delusional, and he has to be in order for him to maintain. Because he's one of those I'm not a bad rapper, and I make more money than a swag rapper, but I'm not Drake. So it's like he has to say something, you know what I mean? Because Kanye is like his fairy godmother, so he's always going to be able to be on a good track, and he has a track with Jay-Z. Like, who could say that? Bro, Ludacris man. is, without a doubt, a better rapper than Big Sean. Never had a song with Jay-Z. You know, just stuff like that you got to think about, you know what I mean? Big so, Sean be getting on my fucking nerves sometimes, man. I don't Big know, Sean, I just think... Like, Big Sean, honestly, like... Kendrick, I mean, not Kendrick, uh, Chance the Rapper took the lane that Big Sean should have had. You see how, like, Big Sean is, like, you know, he's this real good dude from his city. Everybody loves him from Detroit and shit like that. He makes, you know, this cool music and stuff, you know, and he has a, he was supposed to have Chance the Rapper's fan base, I think, but Chance the Rapper just did everything that Sean was supposed to do times three. Uh, I don't know. I don't think Big Sean, I don't think Chance the Rapper's lane could have worked for Big Sean. Not at all. I think And the reason why is because Big Sean was under Kanye and he had to perform. People was like, bro, why was he signed? So people wanted to see him perform. And I don't think that going Chance the Rapper's route would have did it for him. You know, can I hear him on You Don't Want No Problems? Yes. I would have rather him than 2 Chains, But um, I really think what? that. Um, Big Sean's voice fits that kind of like happy-go-lucky song. Relax. Uh, no, I'm, no, I'm saying like him other than two, like over 2 Chain, 2 Chain verse on that song was rock tall. I didn't say it was bad. I just would have said I wouldn't have minded. I, I, I didn't mind Lil Wayne because any Lil Wayne verse that's bearable, I can deal with it. Because at this point, we got to, it's like when Kobe's retiring. You got, like, when, when Kobe scored 40, you, you need to salivate over it almost because you know it's about to end, you know? But um, the point I'm getting at is this. Bashan thinks he's good, so he he's probably going to take it like, yeah, that diss was all for me. I want that. Because he's been delusional and been mad that people feel like he, um, you know, Kendrick more or less, um, you know, bodied him on control. And I think what's really getting to him and Tati, um, I think you'll agree with this. I think it's one of those I let it happen. So I'm mad about it type shit. It's kind of like, you know, when you like let your ex come to a party that you threw and you know that you doing it and you don't get mad at it but then when the ex come your ex do some like slime ball shit and everybody like that's what everybody be talking about next week and you be like i let the bitch come to begin with like y'all need to relax like i let her come to the party but it's too late you shouldn't let her come because he let he he let kendrick's verse stay what it was and he didn't do what hove did or eminem or anybody like that and re-up yeah. first he kept it as is and then it hit the fan and niggas was like bro he killed you yeah and i he can't get past that because he's like if I would have just went back or it's not that good or he just said a bunch of stuff and no, bro, he didn't say a bunch of stuff. He said some real shit. He said he's the king of New York on that song. Like people forget he, he had ain't even from old, New York. Like. he had every old dusty ass rapper 
wanting to make yes. a diss to him because he said he was from New York. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not even mentioning he named every rapper who he thought was, like, good, and he said, I'm a murder y'all, you know? Like, he called, he said names, as most rap enthusiasts want people to do. And he was you saying, know? like, he said, like, he said Jermaine. Yeah, like, he wasn't playing, you know? Shout out You know, so, Kendrick want to play all he want. I mean, I mean Big Sean want to play all he want. Like, bro, none of your albums are on To Pimp a Butterfly or Good, Good Kid, Mad City level, so... You should want to just understand that L and just try to beat it. And that's why he tried to beat him again on Holy Key, but you know that shit wasn't happening. Trying to beat him on Holy Key is like knowing your um like knowing one of your enemies is like on a bad day and you try to show everybody, yo, look, 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 look. I'm trying to, I'm trying to give him a hard time. Like, Kendrick don't kill, man. Kendrick just did uh he just he just did DJ Khaled a favor. And you try to sit around and try to beat him, bro. Just say control part two. <laughs> Nobody care. Nobody care. You know what I'm saying? It's too late. Like, you know, the damage has been done. You're trying to beat him on that song. It's too late, bro. So, Kendrick dropped that, and Drake's going to have to deal with that. If not, people like Funk Flex are going to, like, mm, all damn day, trying to make it seem like... <laughs> Fuck him, man. But, um, has, yo, yeah. has Funk Flex lost all credibility in 2017? No, he will never lose credibility only no, because the classic. past... Because the first 15 years prior to, you know, to the buffoonery, bro... He was classic, bro. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you that. I I, I, I wasn't thinking that he straight up was. I just want to ask. No, it, it, it. it just feels weird. The fact that his last like probably five years, he's just been so goofy acting. If it wasn't for that, bro, this man's um, timeline. If it was, honestly, fuck all that shit. If it just wasn't for the reference track shit, if it if that shit didn't happen, Funk Flex would still be like. No, okay, no but question. Chris, no, I'm just saying, like, that was so corny. Like, I don't know. I was disappointed. Well, how about this, Chris? To play it fair, Chris, he actually went at Jay-Z. I mean, that what, I mean that's what's, in, um, you know, that what inspired um, Funk Master Satchel. Go back on oh, um, no, iTunes. No, 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 I understand that. I, I studied yeah, so the entire saying, thing. Like, it was about the uh, website. Yeah, so to a degree, Funk Flex goes at a lot of people. But to get to bring it back to Drake, you know, Ball's gonna be in his court whether he cares to put out a um a track or something for the summer and respond. I I doubt he will because Kendrick's album's gonna overshadow the diss. But if Kendrick directly goes at somebody on his album, I I, I wouldn't know. say that that it would directly overshadow it. No, I think it is, bro. I think the album's probably gonna be really good, and and unless he directly disses somebody on the album, which I think he can do. I think, because um, this is my theory. Let me just get into the theory right now. My theory is, To Pimp a Butterfly was more like how to deal with success. And, you know, Good Kid, Mad City was talking about prior to the success, how to overcome his city to be able to become a, um, a person of importance, you know, to the universe. And now, To Pimp a Butterfly was dealing with that and learning about more than your environment learning about you know south africa or africa in general and stuff like that so i think this might be dealing with the inner demons of rap in terms of like your peers because i don't think he talks about his peers a lot on to pimp a butterfly he talks about the world and just people but if he talks about his peers and he and he, and he really dives in and talks about drake's situation with meek mill or talks about drake in general or talks about big sean not gonna lie, they're not gonna. I think he just needs to ignore Big Sean low key. That's not even in his caliber. Yeah, you're That's right. Low. 
I give you that one. You're right about that. But I, I do feel like if he says something to, to about Drake, bro, Drake's not going to lose his fan base. But will he lose complete respect? Bro, right now, his approval rating on a hip-hop head's meter is 30%, bro. It's terrible. It's <laughs> fucking terrible. Oh, but, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, At this point, he's trying to legitimize himself in, in Europe before he cares about America uh, rap heads. I'm just keeping it real. You know I ain't lying, Chris. But, like, I just don't understand. Like, this is why I know that most people that are hating Drake right now don't actually listen to his albums. Bro, 11 of the 20, like, tracks that Drake is featured on on More Life are rap. He's rapping most of this album. And niggas are still trying to complain and shit. It's like, bro, you're never going to get an album from Drake where there's no singing. Never. Even if you're reading This Is Too Late, had singing. Niggas just gotta get over that shit. Like, the nigga is not gonna stop. And now his singing goes to the top of the chart. Oh, yeah, we should have never did that, ever. If we didn't want Drake to be a singer, we should have never, ever gave him a number one hit. Ever. Like, All right. Well. Because it um, went from R&B to pop. Now nah, you're right. But to summarize my, my Drake thing, all, I think all Drake needs to do is keep keep being great. Keep being with Jordan Brand. Keep having a small circle. Keep influencing the youth. And don't worry about XXX. Don't worry about Kendrick. Oh, we ain't even go back. Bro, let's fucking talk about this shit. All right. So, if you guys don't know, if y'all been living under a rock, XXXSention just got out of um, jail. And prior to him getting out of jail, the whole shit, you know, came out that, you know, supposedly Drake stole the flow and everything. So, when he comes out of jail, XXX well, Tati, is... Wait, uh, Tati, have you heard the song? I don't listen to that nigga. I don't fuck with him in any capacity. And that's what his problem is. <laughs> XXX to Sentient, I'm saying this on Wax, I've said it before, is a very talented artist. Probably one of the most talented SoundCloud rappers, like, out there right now. He actually... Is he better than Aurora? Huh? Is he better than Aurora? Multifaceted? Yes. He can do everything. He can sing, he does rock songs, and he can rap. He's He is a very good, well-rounded artist to be a SoundCloud rapper. So, he has infinite potential, in my opinion. But, his attitude is not going to get him anywhere. His attitude and image is trashed already, but, and it's hard to market him. It's trash to you, but he has an ext- this. He has probably one of the biggest cult followings. This, this, I haven't seen a cult following of an artist like this since Tyler the Creator. Dead ass. Oh, definitely, definitely. You haven't niggas, seen one since niggas then. went and found his girlfriend, whatever, whoever he was beating on, allegedly. They found the medical records. Like that's some crazy cult. And they basically shit. found out, like, like I mean, like, yo, his fans, allegedly. dead ass, like. His fans dead ass found out like that he may have not did that, and like Allegedly. that it was set up. But this is my thing: why is he only like nineteen years old and wants to kill himself already? Like, goddamn! Like every nigga, what? Every fucking little like a uh, every teenager has that. Like that. Well, I think I think that goes to a deeper issue. I think that goes to these kids fantasizing with, and yes, I say kids. These kids fantasizing with what's being projected onto them, which is fame and instant success. Rather than learning when you're 19, you don't get instant success unless you was like on Disney Channel. It's okay to be 19 and not have a bunch of money like the Migos. It's okay. Like, it's not the end of the world. And I think these kids want so much instant gratification. Like, they forget that most things that are presented to them are not even for them. It's not even speaking to them and that they create the new climate. Like, while we're all on Instagram trying to be mature, Chris, low-key, you could go make some other website and go do some other shit. And that could be your plateau to just run it by the time you're my age that's the thing people forget like bro 
Facebook was around way before I logged on to it. I got on Facebook, and I know I'm going to sound like super ancient, and I shouldn't sound ancient because this is pretty recent to me, but I got on Facebook like 2009, you know what I mean? But I was heavy on MySpace, but Facebook had a whole community that I knew nothing about, and I jumped on because that's what people in college did. It was like, oh, MySpace is like kind of ghetto. Facebook is cleaned up. You be with all your college students. You can try to bag a bitch on there, sleep with a bitch. You can be with your study group, whatever, 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 you know? So, like, when you young, you cultivate your own network. And I think there are kids who cultivate their own network because there's kids who use, like, other apps like Kick. And, you know, you'd be like, why the fuck do these kids like Kick? Because it's their universe. Like, they don't got to give a fuck about DJ Academics and what we do. That's grown-up shit, kind of. People who got a 9-to-5 who want to gossip about things that are moving too fast for them because, Chris, people your age are directing it, and we don't even see it like that. That's really... Bro, kick was just for broke niggas. Honestly, kick was the result of broke niggas. Because, okay, but because most kick, kids when kick came up, when kick came up, that was the rise of group messages, iMessages, and but you're not realizing that androids. Bro, most people who have high use of things that are free and stuff are usually people who don't have like steady jobs and shit. Yeah, most young kids, broke niggas. But you're making it seem like being young and broke is a problem. It's actually it's not, no. I don't. I don't think it's a problem. I just think that's what it results from. A lot of good things result from the lack of money. Yeah, but don't make it seem like the lack of money is like a down thing. Because when you're a kid, you don't really need a lot of money. Yeah, of course. But it's like you're always gonna see money. You're always gonna want things that cost money. So if you don't have money, it's always gonna hurt you, no matter how old you are. You know what I mean? So it's true to and, an and, and bro, and this is another thing. This XXX is sentient kid, bro. I don't even think it's that deep, honestly, bro. Like, what you said is all facts, but, bro, it's like these kids are not thinking that. This is what it is, all right? Kid Cudi, Tyler the Creator, XXX and Sention. They all have the same fan base, basically. Emotional little kids that are looking for some god. And this is what they are. Bro, I saw XXX and Sention fan yesterday. He was 5'9", skinny as a stick, and white. And he was sitting in that line waiting for the Royals with a revenge hoodie on. Like the fucking, the, the XXX Ascension hoodie. Bro, that's his fan base. There's not an XXX Ascension fan over the age of 21 probably. And like that, the, the general fan is probably 17 to 18 years old, probably white. That's who he has. He has a bunch of emotional ass kids that just want to fucking identify with somebody that is going through or somewhat, you know, just... It just kind of reminds them of themselves. The same thing happened to me with Tyler, the creator, dude. I was listening to Tyler, the creator. I was like, oh, man, this guy's really, you know, oh, my God, you know, like, but thank God he blossomed into this amazing artist. But still, like, when I was young, I just wanted something to be a part of, dude. Odd Future, Wolfgang, Kill Them All, sounds perfect. Members only, that's XXX Ascension shit. All his, all that little stuff that he does, people want to be, like, involved with it. They ain't got nothing to do. They fucking live in suburban, like, suburban America. They have nothing else to do but to spend money and listen to music. And that is what, you know, who their god is. It's XXX Sention. And that dude is gonna fuck, if he, if he cleans his shit up, I swear to God, he's gonna be, like, one of the biggest rappers on earth. I think so. Because this nigga has legitimate rock songs. Legit singing shit. And then rap. He has it all. Like, this is an artist I haven't seen before that can actually do the rock right. This is better than anything off Wizard. All the shit I've heard. So, if he gets the shit correct, he's going to go far. But the way that he's trying to get clout right now is just typical internet form shit. 
just stupid kid shit, bro. Oh, now you're gonna say you're gonna fuck Drake's mom, and you're doing all this shit and all this stuff, like, and all these little white kids are like, yeah, 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 X is gonna fuck Drake's mom, he's gonna give her that dagger dick, that's what they keep saying, he's gonna give her that dagger dick, it's not a good way to come up, dude. X should only come up off of his talent and I guess, you know, shit that goes on. Going, trying to, you know, kill the fucking giant, that's typical retarded kid shit. He doesn't have a manager. He doesn't have public relations. He does, like, you know, a PR person. He doesn't, he's not media trained. Give the nigga, like, another year. He'll be fine, I think. But, yeah, X, stop f- trying to flame Drake's mom. For real, like, that's not cool, bro. bro come on, you're too old for this shit. But, yeah, that's all I have to say about that X situation. But, I don't know. Playboy well, Cardi is still fucking with us. This nigga <laughs> uploaded the entire mixtape on SoundCloud and then deleted it. What? 17 tracks, 55 minutes. Damn. Yes. And no one, no one hurry up and ripped it or nothing? Nobody Not rip it. You know, bro, barely anybody got a track list, but somebody got a screenshot of, like, one, like, a few songs from it on his, uh, on his, uh, on, like, you know, his, his page. But yeah. Man, what is he doing? In New York, I merely rock. Hot ain't in my sock. Like, I don't know. Cardi, at this point, he I think that he's about to drop the best SoundCloud tape of all time. But he just <laughs> knows what... I think Cardi knows what he has, and he just doesn't fucking care now. It's like, he can, he's going to put it out on his time. And when it comes out, everybody's going to go crazy, and everybody's going to apologize for talking all this shit about Cardi. Cause I used to even be like this, but I now I understand it. You know, what I, mean? I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about, bro. You don't understand it, Cardi? No, I don't understand it because it's not my job to. Because it's it's your job to be the translator. There's no. Huh? It, it, Woody, you know why? You know how you don't understand it because you're trying to understand it. That's One not night, true, bro. I'm not trying to understand it. I enjoy all his music for what oh, it okay, is. Okay, okay. Shut up. I'm just saying, like, people that don't understand him try to understand him. I didn't understand him because I was trying to understand him. That shit just clicked one day when I was listening to him. I was like, damn, he got it. I bet. You run his age group. Shut up. I mean, bro, bro, Cardi makes music for niggas that just, like, you know, bro, he just makes real He's going to throw me under the bus like my culture album ain't coming soon. Or like my culture album ain't out now. You you see what I'm dealing with, Tati? So good, though, man. What? No, I feel that shit. We never did. We never, we never wrapped up that little humble conversation, though. Mm. Oh, we, never no. we, we did that little awkward segue real quick. That shit was good. Videos fire. That video. That video. Whoever directed Excellent. that shit needs an award. Uh, I can't uh, wait to hear. Nah, my bad, Kati. Oh, nah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Nah, that that little part underneath the uh, freeway where the camera just does that zoom and pan shit, like did you see the that. GIF? Excellent. I like his little new braids. He looked like he was in like a Bible story. I dead ass thought he was Pusha T for like five seconds in the beginning. I really did. I, I like I like the video. I think the video is dope. I think that um some you know these these ebony girls is polarizing. They either gonna be with it or they're gonna act like there's more to do because you know how black women be and they gonna fuck. They, I'm I'm ready for the emails. You, it's never enough for a black woman. He says he loves stretch marks, stretch marks, stretch marks. But then they're gonna be like, "Yeah, he's still massaging the woman's body." Well, like I mean, you can't, you can't win. This nigga gotta be common. That, <laughs> ain't, gotta... that ain't the point. That ain't the point. Cause like, how you gonna say? I can see it from both sides. Like you know, it is kind of extra to be going at it for him saying he likes natural girls. But how you gonna say 
show me something natural like an afro on Richard Pryor. And then you have a light, a regular ass light skinned girl with three C hair, like bruh. It's kind of you can't can't be trying to break the boundary or whatever, but your visual is still the boundary like it's the literal standard still showing her without makeup wasn't no revolutionary thing but it was I'm a step a- in the door like you got to realize that you can't get it all at one time there's no way that they, they probably want to let him do all of that shit now nah, but, but still i'm gonna tell you a funny story tati i i've told this story on the podcast why well, tell it again but um one time i was bored and my homie took me to um the bronx to go to a, a kendrick lamar um Actually, it was my homegirl, too. Shout out to Alicia, bitch ass. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, um, damn, I was about to say something real. I can't say because I'm in a real. Ooh, boy. Don't you go chasing waterfalls. Ooh, <laughs> Yo, anyways, boy, I was about to. Ooh, ooh. But, anyways, <laughs> um, so I'm at the video, right? And I'm um, basically Kendrick shooting a video for. Um, Poetic Justice in the Bronx. People think think it was shot in L.A. No, it's not. It wasn't shot in L.A.? No, it was shot in the Bronx. Oh, what the fuck? My life is a lie. Yeah, your life's totally a lie. Let me tell you what happened. They had a full wardrobe that was all red with flannels and shit. Then they had a wardrobe that was all blue. I was the first person to get dressed. I was an extra in that video. But um, they had me with some big-ass jeans on about Flight 89s in a big-ass flannel. I looked like I was part of the Crip set. But, um... Because they was paying people to be in the video. And I was just there to try to look cool and probably post an Instagram picture like, yeah, on set. But they was like, yo, you want to get paid real quick? Because they paying people like $295 to be in this video. I was like, what? So I was like, okay, cool. So I remember um, the one girl was doing her makeup by herself. It was like some blazing girl with the big old fat fake ass. Like legs was probably the size of yours, Tati, with the cannon. <laughs> and she had on a long navy blue dress. I mean, no, burgundy dress. Pardon me with those black and red 13s that had just came out. And I was like, everybody was like, you know, I like I think probably when that video came out, fake fake butts was was in play, but that shit was like a novelty. It made you almost intimidated. So you was like, well, that bitch is fake. So Kendrick comes to the set. He's getting he's doing like the other parts of the video that don't include like the the sh- the shots of the the block party or whatever. Yeah. And he sees the girl and he talks to his peoples and he's like, "Yo, that's not what I want in my video. I need me a black girl. And they hurry up and made a call and they brought Bit- Britney Sky through. And you know, Britney Sky is the little silky head, Cherokee, black mommy. Shout out to Britney Sky or whatever, you know. That's the homie. And she was uh, basically his star in the video. You know, he was like, she was the lead girl because he was like, nah, I'm not doing that fake booty blazing chick that people love to see on um, videos. I-, I-, I need me a real girl. And, you know, and Britney Sky don't got no weave really and she don't, you know, like she don't got no like no banging body. She just like a sneakerhead kind of girl. She just a cute girl, you know. And I thought that was a power move on his end. I was like, okay, Kendrick, all right. I was like, okay, you know. I I really fucked with that power move because the video actually took longer to shoot because they had to go wait for her to get there and stuff. And the other girl just packed it up and went home, you know. Damn, did they pay her? I have no clue. It don't matter, nigga. Every time that ass move, it probably get paid. Fuck you. <laughs> Damn, I wish I knew who that was to this day. I haven't seen that girl, but she probably somewhere getting paid because you know that fake ass shit is a is a thing. Don't even get me started. All I do is be on Instagram complaining about how good these bitches look and why they won't fuck with a nigga like me. 
I do that. Supposed to be in the back with the ugly niggas. (laughs) Bro, I ain't ugly. Wait. No, you ain't. You ain't seen that video. Mm-mm. What you talking uh, about? I forgot. It was Lil Boozy, like, I guess, making fun of this dude, like, for calling him ugly and shit. He was like, uh-uh. He was like, you got that money now, but you supposed to be in the backseat with the ugly niggas like me. Like, he was going off and shit. This shit was funny as hell. But, yeah, shout out to people that saw that. I feel uh, very uh, retarded right now. Cause I seen the response, it. but that's it. He said the dude's face is like a PT Cruiser. Yeah. Yeah, I know that what you're talking about. That video was funny as hell. But, but yeah, so back to humble, dope video. I don't know. We sound like some music heads. Bitch, be humble. I don't know, Chris. What else is going on? Sit down. Um, I mean, let me think. I don't I know. I mean, like, bro, like this this podcast is a lot of music. It's okay. We don't have to like switch it up inorganically. Nah, it's cool. It's it's culture album out now. It's not coming out later. Oh, um, bro, okay. fuck all that shit, bro. Hey, shout out to uh, these pictures that Kodak is painting right now because uh oh, his album dropped. Kodak yeah. dropped an album. Tati, you gotta listen. You gotta bump that shit, bro. It's fun, like, bro. Kodak, Kodak is here to stay now. After this album, I didn't think it was gonna be like this. Like, Kodak just got that real, like, low key, like, just laid back style. Like, if it feels like Kodak's interpretation of sitting on your porch just on a nice day, that's what Kodak sounds like to me when he's rapping. You know. So I like I like what he's doing. Um I like what he's doing because he does that double down on the voice that um a lot of people don't do. It's a Florida style. When you rap your voice, like you go you go and lay down the track, then you lay down your, your your voice, the vocals again, and you just layer it on top of each other and it makes you sound like it's two voices. And I really like that because that's not really prominent and it shows that he's doing his thing or whatever, you know. I'm all for that. Tati, when you when you give that album a try, I'm gonna tell you the songs to me that are good right now. The songs that are fire on that album, um, Coolin' and Booted, Candy Paint, Up in Here, You Ain't Never. That's basically track two through five. All those bitches is bangers. Patty uh, Cake, Flames. Don't listen to Save You unless you are like drunk, because then you'll get a good laugh. That's track <laughs> eight. Tunnel Vision is a, is a hit. Fuck you, Aurora. Stop hating. Um. <laughs> He got a song with Future, but Future sound like it's 2008. <laughs> like, it's Future but without that, But that's good to a lot of people, though. So you got to remember that. A lot of people, so, they, they everybody's like, oh, this is Dirty Sprite's Future. So. The the why um the why They Call You Kodak song is cool. Top Off the Bins with Young Thug is all right. And Reminiscing with A Boogie is cool. A Boogie be. Yeah, he, A Boogie bro, be doing his thing. Shout out to A Boogie. Future sound like on that album, like. Sound like a fake had future. No drugs. <laughs> like, yeah, he sounded like sober. He sounded like so clear and like pure. Like it, it felt like he took his glasses off. <laughs> I don't know. Like shout out Future though. He still got the best rap album of the year so far. Did you mm-hmm. listen to that, Tatiana? What? Hendrix. Hendrix. Uh, I think actually, yeah, I have. I've listened to both. How did you? How did you feel about it? Uh, see, I can't tell you how I feel about it because I don't know the difference between the two. Bam, bam. <laughs> I, I, I don't be listening like that to it. I think I play Hendrix more, actually. I think I only play Hendrix. You got it. That's the... Hold on, let me look at the track list. Oh, yeah, I like, I like Hendrix. You know my little, my girl Riri on there, so, you know, I gotta support, support yeah. my name bit. 
Use me. Use me in Incredible. I love Incredible. Yeah. It's so corny, but I love Incredible. You gotta listen to uh, Hallucination. Hallucinating. Mm. Oh, you didn't make no <laughs> more podcasts of us, man. You must be hallucinating. You know, I'll be laughing at. I'll be My laughing cousin. at Fab. I'll be laughing at. Yo, Instagram is so fucking funny. I'm gonna be so sad when it goes away. But I'm sorry. I'm just rambling Wait, here. Which but you Fab? Know, like, in, like a freestyler Fab or jerseys? No, like fabulous. Oh, fabulous! Yeah, jerseys. Yeah. Um, but you know, but you know what else I'd be laughing about when people who like people who be sneakerheads only post their feet. You'd be like, oh, this person probably got good swag. And then like you see them post regular, and he'd be looking like some racist white guy who like beeps horns at black kids who just playing in the street. Or they like, just like, like fat wait, you're a sneakerhead. Like because, a, a correlation you between you like a picture of sneakers and like the bottom of some jeans. You don't really know who that person would be. Most of those jeans is trash anyway. But then when you see who it is, you'd be like, holy shit, these people are terrible. And they but I guess glasses. I guess it's called sneaker head, so it doesn't mean that they actually like have taste. It just means that they're like into sneakers. Yeah, you know? bro. All them niggas go on Nike Talk. Shout out to the nerds at Nike Talk. Y'all niggas be hooking me up, bro. I be looking at the conversations. I be clicking the links. Them niggas gave me <laughs> the link for some Yeezys one time. Shout out to them. <laughs> uh, also, if anybody has a link for some uh, for some royals in grade school, hit me up. But um, so um, oh no, I wanted to, I wanted to say this, bro. If you guys want to listen to some like real like dream dream popish, like real ambient beautiful music, bro. This is a new album that came out. It's called Images by this band called like You'll Never Get Into Heaven, bro. That shit is fire like what i'm gonna send you a link later you gonna fuck with it. it it's some real chill shit but bro gorillas are coming back man did we talk about that shit that's crazy bless me oh shit i bit my tongue but um nah we didn't bro shout out noodle shout out 2d shout out murdoch you know shout out to the shout out to the squad but uh i mean i'm, I'm excited to see that four tracks they dropped four tracks they dropped um each one had a a, a feature um, we got a feature from Vince Staples, Popcon, Dram, and then uh, who's the other Jenny Beth? We're not we're not gonna remember that song, but uh, I guess the, <laughs> the the three songs that were amazing was uh, Ascension, Saturn Bars, and, and Andromeda. Um, Ascension featured Vince Staples, you know, usual politically uh, influenced verse, very good. You know, they used him well on the track. Uh, then they had Saturn Bars featuring Popcon fire he dominates the track more so it kind of just sounds like a popcorn song that was like you know uh produced by the gorillas which isn't bad but um and then like you know andromeda in my opinion is the best song it has dram and like woody the way that they like use this nigga's voice oh it was insane it was like dram was like this god that came down every you know 30 seconds in the song to speak to you it was really really beautiful but uh, yeah, we got. I just like such a diverse like amount, like uh, such a diverse uh feature um list so far. Like that shit's crazy to me. They just come back with all these fresh ass, yeah, you that, know, that's, faces. That's what the that's what gorillas is always about. Is basically giving you, you know, th- their whole thing is a platform to get you into new music. You know, that that's what I really look at it as all of their entire career they've been just collaborating all over the place from de la soul to fucking uh 
to Bobby Womack, like, all Womack and shit, like, it's crazy, you know, like, on this album, they have Anthony Hamilton, Anthony Hamilton, nigga, I did not think that that shit escaped my mother's fucking iPod, like, I did not think that that escaped R&B, you know, uh, radio stations, so, that's awesome, you know, got some really cool people on there, nigga, Grace Jones is on this album, I guess that's their legend, so... Shout out to Grace Jones, but not shout outs to these. Damn, I'm I'm giving these thoughts too much. Like I'm just watching some girl on Instagram shake her ass. I gotta do better. I you definitely gotta do better. I know I'm gonna do better, but they just making me mad because it's like, bro, who you expect to respect you? Bro, I've been you know like speaking of social media, bro, I've been real pissed lately, man. Like social media, bro. I don't want to sound like one of those kids, but yo, this shit's really like affecting our society in a weird way. Like, I think that social media has, like, basically put a spotlight on how shallow everyone really is. Like, everybody has been how they were, you know, pre the internet and social media and shit. But now that we have it, oh, man. It's just, like, it's fucking amplified now. Like, people just do shit just to get likes and, like, you know, and retweets and just so people can fucking, you know, oh, this is cool, like niggas that go to fucking help homeless people out and then put it on Instagram. Why'd you have to do that? Like, nigga, why couldn't you just do that out of the kindness of your heart and not show us that you did it and just to show that you're a good guy? That's insane. Um, but, um, in sneaker news, Tati, those cars, Jordans came out. I went and got them. I heard there, I saw on my little sneaker Twitter, you know, list that there was some controversy around that. I don't know what happened with it, but... Something Man, wasn't no real controversy. Someone made up a rumor that that, that them shits was gonna come out on his website, and for some reason they thought because it's coming out on his website that they were gonna sneak and get it. Why do like eight million people think that they gonna all sneak and do the same thing? Of course I'm being, <laughs> of course I'm being generous with the number, not eight million people, but a hundred thousand people. Like y'all don't think, like y'all don't think that y'all gonna crash his website? What the fuck? You know what I almost fucking forgot about, and I. All right, we we about an hour in, so hopefully, all our sponsors haven't like aren't listening no more. Cause I'm about to sell a motherfucker out. Wait, wait a motherfucking minute. Y'all thought y'all was gonna get away with that? I thought I was gonna get away with that. That fucking Nike Air Max competition. Now I could talk about it. Yo, I don't give a fuck if I lose friends over this. I don't give a fuck if someone wanna don't wanna fuck with me. I'ma keep it a buck. My bad, Tati. My bad, Sachi. I don't mean to put y'all against people like this because what i say does not have anything to do with y'all even though we all on the same platform but fuck that yo sean wolderspoon i get what you did and you know who that is right Todd? just the dude who owns round two la right or round two in general right yeah yeah okay cool so the nike competition you know it was to make a new air max that's going to come out next year on air max day and the competition basically said nothing about you. You could make a design team and coerce and talk to people about who you, you know, how you want to make a design inspiration. So, on my snap story, I told people that he was gonna win and stuff like that. So he did win and shit, you know. But this is the part that's really, um, it's really killing me that he literally won off popularity and. People are watching the video because he put a video out like he puts like blogs out about like his his store and he put a, a video out and it's nothing but ASAP Nash just talking designing the shoe. It's like who designed who really designed the shoe? Was it you or was it Nash? 
And I see why Nas went so hard to put it out. Because I'm going to keep it a buck. And someone could feel the way. Nas, you're not a rapper no more, bro. ASAP Nas retired as a rapper. Don't. From now on, Woody Verse 5, we will not talk about him as a rapper. He is not a rapper. Okay? He's anything but a rapper at this point in his career. Or his life. Or whatever you want to call it. He's not a rapper. He's someone who rapped. But he's not a rapper. You feel me? And, um... He posted it like eight fucking times. Lil Yachty posted it. Ben Baller posted it. Franelations posted it. All these people with a big set of followers posted it. The guy who had the best shoe or who got second place or whatever or who had the best shoe in my opinion or designer's opinion or people who really know that someone was pushing it forward opinion. This motherfucker Tati didn't post the shoe not once. He posts nothing but food on his Instagram and hasn't posted since February. This dude is that fucking thorough. Like, he didn't make his friends post it and try to make it seem like, oh, I don't care. Bro, this dude's a strict-ass designer. This guy's bio on that is Bro, this dude's been to every country on Earth, Tatiana. Every country on Earth. Not every country in the Eastern Hemisphere, the Western Hemisphere. No, <laughs> every country on Earth. He's one of the biggest designers in Russia for the whole country. You feel me? Yeah. Like, who knows what this dude designed? He's probably designing pencils, chairs, bombs, everything. You feel me? He probably designed the fucking. He probably designed the fucking website that Donald Trump pays through. Who knows? The point is that his shoe was ill. It was forward thinking. Yeah, like, honest, it's it, was, it incorporated so much design, like so much shit from uh, like Nike, like. The shoe that won was dead ass just a 97 with like some fucking carpet on it. When this nigga shoe had a Vapor Max bottom, an all 3M upper, a zipper, an acronym zipper, it and like what what else? My shoe thing? was reflective in the 97 part that has Nike check in it was clear. You didn't even realize that when it, when you see the part where it was white and red that was see through. See, bro, there was so much shit about that shoot. Like, bro, they basically gave us an opportunity. Well, not us, but they, they, they kind of gave us an opportunity to make our own shoe. And all these awesome designs came out. All these people really, you know, put forth thought and really wanted to, you know, push the boundaries for what we call an Air Max. And they just fucking gave it to this dude. And get. I don't want to say it because I said this in another podcast that's also on Core Radio. But, bro, they get like they gave it to this fucking white dude that didn't even, like, put any type of like you know effort into it i really think i mean i don't know he may have did some designing but all i saw was nas doing it and it was no type of you know just there was no i guess innovation with it it was a like a pretty cool colorway but other than that i don't think that that deserved to win it over all the other shoes but shit venus's shoe was insane that shit had a removable fucking like sock on it like yeah shout out out to venus one time but i'm gonna keep it a buck man i'm not cutting no corners with the truth and my truth because i can't live no other way bro i don't give a fuck no more bro i'm so anti dick sucking like like come on i'm bro let's just keep it real like i love how people say stuff like i don't fuck with you if you wasn't around during this time y'all lying you could buy friends nowadays chris me you and tatiana could open a store right now every time a celebrity comes give them something free Treat them really good, and they will act like they are best buddies with us, and they'll act like they'll shoot a nigga for us. Run up on you, tie you the wrong way, I might murk you the way these motherfuckers act. <laughs> Bro, I'm not into buying friends. I'm not into people acting like that they're interested in me for the sake of being interested. No, it's all lies. They're all using, you know what I mean, 
the, the spotlight and spotlight is fake, bro. It comes and goes. Real design and real moments last. And that's why um, a shout out to um, a dude named Elon. He DM me. You famous now, bro. But he DM me. He was like, yo, bro, I really want to thank you. When I look at you and I see Bari, I see people who really are pushing the culture and, and give me hope to want to do great things in my life because you guys set an example. And let me, and, and let me like, you know, let, let, you know what I mean? Like, let me like uh, veer off real quick and let me explain what I'm talking about. Bari went to South Africa. I talked to him about this other day. Bro, he put up like 70 pictures on his snap story of how South Africans are dressing in terms of the streetwear culture, bro. Most people don't even, most people didn't even know South Africa has that even kind of culture. You feel me? South Africa has not been the same since the apartheid, and people don't know what the fuck is going on there. And most people don't care. People know that Johannesburg is like livable, and like Chris Rock went there on his little stand up. But most people not really checking for that place. You feel me? They really not. I'm just keeping their buck. They just aren't. You know, most the average African don't give a fuck about South Africa because it's like the weird part of Africa where white people could actually claim that they're African, and you're like, what? You know, so it's a really different place. But for Bari to go there and to set and to shed light on it and to show people the culture there and to be damn an ambassador for the streets and for street wear and to really dive into their culture and not try to be their master, but just be one of them just shows you how selfless he is with his life and how he's giving life by giving other people a platform to be great. All that dick sucking you see other people doing, just jumping on things and everyone just feeding off each other's like brainless followers and not really empowering these people and educating them and giving these people the resources to do the right thing rather than just to do the following thing they're wrong for that and when i get the appropriate spotlight or platform i'm gonna undo those knobs and that's why we exist us the who are on this podcast it's up to us to return those knobs because people have made the shower too cold and we need to turn it back up and get this bitch hot because they're they're really fucking it up bro don't make a design team full of people who you consider friends who are are not designers, bro. I don't give a fuck. Ben Baller, I've known this. I've known of this guy since the Jonas, uh, you know, Bavakia days. Yes, he's been around great people and he's done great things, but he's not designing that Air Max for, for the you know, for the person who's gonna actually want to wear it. He's there for the sake of taking role for the sake of reposting it, and for the sake of getting a free pair once it comes out. He's not going to gift the right people a pair. He's not going to empower no one who really deserves the pair. They're not. That shoe's going to come out, and people are going to sell it back to the fucking store of the guy who made it, and they're just going to sit... <laughs> Word. And they're just going to sit and round to LA. Let's let's call a spade a spade, bro. That That is not no hating or nothing. That's not pushing it forward. You know what I mean? Now, what he is going to do that's smart, he's going to make a bunch of corduroy clothing, I would assume, you know, and he's going to capitalize off that. But, to exclusives. Like that shit, yeah, I mean, that I mean whatever. So but so fucking lame, bro. Like, if you look at all the other designs, like, they, why would they pick this one? Like, why? Like, no, why I thought it was whack as fuck. I thought it was whack as fuck when I saw it. I think what Nike should have did was maybe pick the top three and let three of them come out and then maybe, like, did it like that and maybe and maybe did it, like, Maybe one's a Euro exclusive, then maybe one's a Asia exclusive, then maybe one's a US exclusive. The ones Just that so- the ones that they should have released, I think I think they should have released obviously the black ones. The ones but, with the checks all over them, oh, those were the most slept on one, I think. But still low key, you're missing the point. The point was was that the point was for us to vote. But once you 
put it in our hands and you let people vote each day, which means you let people super fan out for it, you've already lost because now you got people abusing the system, just going back for the sake of loyalty and not actual the principles of design, you know, and it's okay. It's okay. It really is, you know, because if if the other guy would have won, Nike would have been like, damn, maybe we need to stop giving people shit who just have a bunch of followers because maybe it doesn't matter because maybe true design does out outlive things. And what hurts me even more is I just watched that Tinker Hatfield design series on Netflix. And that guy is so pure hearted, bro. He's going to he's going to heaven on a scholarship. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he bro, he just does things for the right reasons. And for him to exist. You need Charles Witherspoon, or Witherspoon, however you want to pronounce it. You know, you, you need him because Tika Hatfield is so refreshing to look at and breathe and see all the great things he's did to push things forward. For you need that metal or that 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 counteractive people who just do things. So for, they can um, just remind you, like you know, yeah, what we're exactly, to be going to. and appreciate why we do it, how we do it, and why we want to do things the right way. So when I get my chance, y'all. When y'all see me do anything, I promise you, you will not see me copy said person. You will not see me get a bunch of famous people to like it because it's not for that. You know what I mean? Like we built Core Radio like for the love of music and for the love of, you know, like sonically giving you guys opinions that are unfiltered and are, un, you know, chafed by like a bunch of like, um, you know, the system, you know, big heads and. And famous people who feel like you got to owe them something. I'm a human being. You're a human being. You know what I mean? We're all going to die one day. You have to do great things and be responsible for who you are and not be selfish. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much you take. The Libra scale will weigh itself out. And if you don't deserve what you think you're, you're going for, you won't get it. And it's just fucked up that people still play these bitch ass games for the sake of just seeing someone who they want to see win win because it doesn't matter you know what i mean it just doesn't the real will always rise but th- like this was a battle that we lost and i'm saying real creatives but we'll win the war because real things just resonate with people more you know what i mean it just does that's why the air jordan 3 is still most people's favorite shoe because it came from something genuine and this will be a blip in history and hopefully the real will keep coming with better things, you know, and I just Nike'd out the whole situation, Tatiana. It's all good. Adidas didn't do something like this. <laughs> talk about it. You feel me? But we can talk about Calabasas. So if you want to talk about that, go ahead. I'm oh done. Oh my god, that was some bullshit, my guy. I just wanted the damn socks. Why is it fucking fifty dollars after shipping for some damn socks, bruh? Like you knew what all you these were getting yourself into. Bruh, all these little resellers were trying to get their little uh, crew necks, and those aren't even popping off on Grail. They're almost at retail price right now, and it's beautiful. I mean, those pants, too. I was going to be a straight-up hype beast, bro, and get the whole the whole outfit. But when I saw that hat was, like, $60 or whatever it was, I was like, Kanye done lost his mind again. Again. Nah, you should have bought that shit, Tati. You should have bought that shit. Yeah, that I have that to, bro. Coachella, Coachella, bro. Like, I have it next week. I can't, I can't be dropping two hundred dollars on a crew neck, two fifty, whatever it was. Well, let me neck. know if you still want to have. I'll go half with you, dog. I'll go half with you. Shoot, Yo, I'm here. That fucking, yeah. that um, there's this dude on Grail that basically got a bunch of Yeezy, uh, like the new Yeezy season, um, like off a of friends and family website. So, oh, like, I think I saw that. Yeah, you saw the dude. Like he got the he got the jacket. He got all that stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. I, bro, that that technical jacket, and, and you know so the the worst part about this shit, the fucker um censored or like you know he covered up the prices, like the retail prices of everything. Oh wait, they got a friends and family website now. That's pretty yes. dope. Yeah. Um, it's called. I guess his was called Yeez. It's it's called YZY Pre, and you have to have like an email and password to sign into it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but they have everything on there, and um, they even got that writing sweater on there. They got the all you know the 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 cool jacket and stuff. So I don't know. Niggas about to start sending on prices, but I I really want that technical jacket. I guess that that shit screaming me. So. I don't know, Connie, Connie. This is definitely Connie's best collection. He got away from his little uh, apocalyptic. Yeah, I'm kind of glad. Know. Kind of glad. Yeah, I mean, I fucked with it in general. I fucked with it before. I actually really did like, like season bro, I, one. I, I own. Season I, one. I like the women's stuff. I like the women's stuff. So it's a different. Y'all have a different ballpark when it comes to stuff y'all can choose. But I fuck with this past season, like the long sleeves that were like all geometric and shit. I actually really wanted those. Those were fresh as fuck to me. The but, boots. I mean, it's fresh. The, yo, Yeezy yo, boots are uh, amazing. I actually do want to buy a pair of um, some of the women's boots, but I can also just buy those uh, Rothko's or whatever it is. Mm-mm-mm. We can't do that. We can't do that. They, right don't look, they, they don't look cute on my feet, so, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. Shout, nah. but yo, shout out to the whole Rothko hype. Shout out to the, the white kids wearing the Rothko pants on their be lone thug shit. Bruh, for real. Everybody at my job. Oh, they all wear it too. Rothko, I see, I see Rothko's a lot at my job, mm-hmm. and the be lone. I see the be lone and the antisocial twenty four seven. Shout out to that the- guy. He's moving to New York. Good, who? Uh, Neek. Oh yeah, the guy who runs Anti Social Club, who started it. Honestly, I should have hopped on that wave when it was on Tumblr. Nah, like, it's all good, bro. I pray for him when he moves here. I don't think he understands New York is not as accepting of people as LA is. LA is you can literally roam around, do what you want, eat all the Korean barbecue and ramen you want, and nobody's <laughs> gonna bother you. No one's gonna bother you long, like as long that. as you stay the fuck away from hoods and don't think that you just run the world. But in New York, you every everyone's here to come up. They wish, they wish you would be drinking too much sake downtown. They gonna beat that ass and take whatever you got and wish you would come back because they're gonna do it again with a remix this time. I'm not saying that. I'm I'm not saying they gonna beat him up because he drunk. But I, what I'm saying is people are not as nice and like money means nothing here because everyone got it here and everyone trying to get it. So when they see you, they're like, okay, great, another person I can take money from. In LA, it's like, ooh, I need to befriend this energy. Nah, not here. It's cold. It's cold as fuck here. Jesus Christ, can't yeah. wait. To, can't wait to go to the Hamptons this summer. Oh yeah, Tati, you don't know Woody vs. Poppy. Um, I guess we are gonna do like a little clipboard. Let me just skirt everything. So, um, we're going to the Hamptons this summer. You know, as part of our little, I guess, seasonal tour. We, w- I went to the Versace Hotel. I did um the No Vacancy No Wave Mansion. We did. Um, damn, where else did we go, Chris? I guess we went live in Aurora's um home and stuff. And now we're going to the Hamptons. So yeah, Woody hey. still going on tour. We're gonna be doing pop ups and um interviews with dope people out there. 
Well, I might, I might go to LA too. I might come to LA for Coachella. Come, come through, come through. Let me know. Let me know when you're down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come up to LA. That panorama, no. that panorama, that's gonna be a good panorama. podcast. Panorama. Yeah. So, 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 Ooh, so I, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the summer, so yeah, it's gonna be a lot of pretty good vibes or whatever. So we're gonna do a lot of great things coming up. Um, we have a lot of collaborations in the store. Can't really talk about anything at the moment. Not to sound like one of those dick suckers, but clearly, whatever we put out. <laughs> Will be top notch and will be great to go and good to go and yeah man it'll be beautiful, um yeah oh yo so like you know what do you watch Rick and Morty right yeah yeah so Adult Swim yesterday um aired the first uh, episode of uh, season three they dropped that shit randomly. And uh, it's not even like they they dead as we're live streaming it like on uh on the website like on adultswim.com, which was pretty cool. So all the Rick and Morty fans, after a year and a half of waiting, got fed. And uh, it's safe to say this shit's fire. And um, okay, Woody, do you like? I don't know if you do remember, but uh, back in 1998, allegedly there was a promotional sauce at McDonald's coinciding with the release of the Mulan film and it was called like sh- uh, fuck I can't even pronounce it anymore it's something with a s and like that was one of the big things on this episode of Rick and Morty and now people are trying to get it back and stuff and they fucking McDonald's so yeah these, these Rick and Morty fans are like XXX Decention level when it comes to uh, that show so, yeah. shout out shout oh, out Rick and Morty mystery. What you said? All right, well. Bojack Horseman is better. Made by the same people, I think. Yeah, it's yeah, way yeah. better. Well, one of my good friends always say we'd be on here too long. So. <laughs> we are. And I got, I got, I'm so happy. I got some Nike Dunks coming. I sold those car shoes. They're going to be worth like 12 grand later. But it's all good because I'll get them back, bro. I've learned. And I'm gonna say this to anyone who's young: Do not get mad that you're that you're missing out on things that rich people have now. Cause money you can always get back, time you cannot get back. Don't worry, you can get something later, especially if you work hard and make money. So anything I really want, I'll get later. And some things that I do have that I do put away, but I can't put everything away. Everything can't be in Ishmaela storage. Only things that are truly important. Those cars aren't important to me because I feel like if you wear them, you have to be rich. Because it looks like a rich man's shoe. It doesn't look like a, a, a regular poor guy like me shoe. You know, I'm a poor guy. So um, with that being said, I want to shout out all the poor people. I want to do a special shout out to my mans, um, Tremaine and A-Side. Definitely shout out to them. So shout out to Kerwin. We're going to have him on here soon or whatever. Chris, I don't know if you'll be on for that, but uh, we're going to have him on soon. We might have to find a way to get real digital with that one, like on some no wave shit. Um, shout out to No Wave. Um, shout out Venus. A uh, shout out to Ali. Um, am I missing anybody? Shout out to everyone who fucks with me on Instagram with the DMs. Shout out to everyone who, e- who emails. Shout out to LinkedIn. Coral Studios is on LinkedIn. If you want a job, hit us up. That shit looks so pretty on there, uh, Tati. That shit look fire. Um, I'm gonna I'm go on that. I'm gonna go on that. I need to get my LinkedIn game up. Yeah, and if you let me know if you need job, get a job. Oh, shout out to Mary Gold working for NASA. She got a fucking job at NASA, bro. Nigga, what? She works for NASA, bro. Uh, how? Like, what, she, I mean, what, what type of job is it? like? Marketing communications. Wow. 
I need yeah. to get she to that field, fucking, bro. Yo, fuck that we digital right now, nigga. She is galactic right now. Insert little Uzi V-File dance. Um, I guess shout out. Yeah, shout out to Roxy. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy, bro. Life's good. Yeah. Life's shout out to my Florida trip. Uh, shout outs to Dr. J. Ooh, that is the ultimate nickname because I could just splash it anywhere. Splash, 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 splash. <laughs> Any shout outs? Uh, oh, yeah. Go, Chris. Huh? Oh, man. No, you can go first. Yeah. All right. Shout out to all the baddies at Coachella. Hit me mm. up on Tinder next weekend. I'm trying to have a Coachella Bay. We don't have to talk to each other after Monday, bruh. Just saying. I got you on the alcohol. Come through. Just be my nigga for the weekend. That's it. Yeah. And, um,. Yeah, I'm I'm happy. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. I'm just I'm, I'm yeah, my bad, Chris. I'm just happy as fuck. Go ahead, Chris. My bad. Dude, I ain't even got nothing to really shout out right now, bro. I mean, oh, I'm going to little. I'm about to go see little Uzi. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna see him next weekend. I'm gonna tell you how it is. I'm gonna tell y'all niggas how it is. Yeah, oh, I'm about to go insane. Oh, oh. I'm happy he back in the city. I'm I'm happy for that. That's Damn, dope. More life second week was stream more than views his first week. Oh my god, this nigga. What did you just say at the beginning of the podcast? Hey, that I'm not I, I, just, <laughs> I just read a Well, streaming is way more important yeah, than it it's, than it's ever been. And shout outs to uh Kanye bringing back an Adidas that looks like a fucking Reebok. And shout outs to Chris not finding a Reebok in his size that can make him feel good enough about not having a Calabasas shoe, you fucking hype beast. I, I don't so care like at that. all. I honestly don't care. Oh, and one last thing, shout outs to Chris with his thrift mindset. I thrifted a pair of Gucci pants. I'm not saying the price on here because i'd be kind of stunting on uh, instagram <laughs> oh no and one last thing tati if you ever want to get a quick little like quirky laugh this is the best youtube channel on the planet casually explained oh my god that is the best youtube channel out i'm gonna write that shit right down right now, now. Shout out to casually explained and casually explained is the shit and you know what else you need to write down captain hmm. christian both with start with k the, oh yeah that youtube channel is also pretty cool uh I, damn we did we doing long shout outs shout outs to everyone who's who's turning in their uh stuff on time shout outs to talisa for, for your dj set a uh, shout outs to uh pyrex and shout outs to hans that, people that going crazy for y'all music talisa's about to drop something new for y'all so we gonna segue into that too on core radio and um yeah i think that's it Fuck Anthony Fantano. I'll punch you in your face in real life. This nigga said Anthony. I said Anthony. You said Anthony. I heard. I heard Anthony. The the. I said the Anthony. Wax, <laughs> the wax heard Anthony. Yeah. All right. Well, it's Anthony Fantano. No, no don't, don't say don't say that. Fuck that nigga. Um, last <laughs> shout out. I gotta give uh Royal Ones. Shout out Royal Ones. Um, shout out to the bitch ass uh little white kids that thought they was trying to fin- they thought they were about to finesse at that line. Fuck out of here, nigga. I ain't let, oh, God, you I'm so tired. And I, oh, and thank you to everybody um, who treated me good at home. Shout out to Ira. Shout out to Sweet and Tangy Sauce. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, just say yeah, like fifty times on the track. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>